Hello and welcome to Talking Golf with Gary. This week, the dynamic Gary will introduce you to all kinds of topics pertinent to this past week of golf. He'll give you some tidbits of information as what's coming up and take you on a tour around the world for all of the golfing highlights. Sit back and enjoy Talking Golf with Gary. And hello and welcome to another edition of Talking Golf with Gary. Hope you all had a great week out there. Lots of fine action on the uh, uh, world, in the world of golf, I should say, as uh, we have uh, a uh, defended uh, crown in one of our tours and uh, four-time winner wins again. And let's take a look at all the action that happened this week in the world of golf. Kevin Knob obliterated the TPC Summerlin Greens this week at the Shriners Hospitals for Children Open, setting a PGA Tour record for feet of putts made in a 72-hole event. But it was a four-foot knee knocker on a 74th hole in the midst of a sudden-death playoff with Patrick Cantley that he needed to claim a fourth PGA Tour win and his second win at TPC Sutherland, Summerlin. Cantley, the winner two years ago and runner-up last year, had continued his love affair with the course until he three-putted on the second sudden-death hole and opened the door for Na, Na- to pounce. Na's putt was no gimme, but given his form over the four days, it was no surprise when it hit the middle and dropped in. The only surprise was that Na didn't walk it in like he did a hole earlier, as has become his signature style. The PGA Tour has been tracking putts since ShotLink arrived in 2003, and Na set the new mark at 558 feet 11 inches over the regulation 72 holes. Na had a three-shot lead at the turn on Sunday and was seemingly cruising to a win, but a triple bogey on the 10th opened the door to Cantley and others to challenge. In fact, Cantley took the lead after Na found water on the 16th hole, but the Korean-born American stayed steadfast, and after Cantley had his own water ball on 17, Na made a clutch 22-foot par save to square things up. Having won three of his last 30 starts, including two in the 2019 calendar year, Na said he will be making sure Tiger Woods is aware of his form as he chases a captain's pick for the President's Cup. I'm hoping he texts me. If not, I'm going to be texting him, not quip. And maybe, you know, in, in match play, it comes down to putting. And the way Kevin Na putted this weekend, he, Tiger should take a look at that. And uh, he could be a big asset for that uh, uh, USA team. The PGA Tour champions were off this past week, but the European Tour was in action. They were in Spain, and John Rahm successfully defended his multi-octivos Open de España title with a dominant five-shot victory at Club de Campo Villa de Madrid. The world number five carded a closing 66 that saw him finish at 22 under and enter the record books with a fifth European Tour victory in just his 39th start. Rafa Cabrera Bello was his nearest challenger as Spaniards dominated the leaderboard with world number 1,413 Samuel Del Valle at 15 under in just his fifth European Tour event. 
The victory moved Rom to the top of the Race to Dubai rankings presented by Rolex as he looks to become the first Spaniard to win the Harry Varden Trophy since the late, great Seve Ballesteros in 1991. The 24-year-old is now the fastest Spaniard to five European wins, achieving the feat in 10 fewer events than Ballesteros at the venue where the 1997 Ryder Cup captain won his 50th and final European Tour title 24 years ago. Sergio Garcia, Justin Harding, Masahiro Kawamura, Xander Lombard, and Jason Skrifna finished 10 shots off the lead. And on the LPGA Tour, Cheyenne Knight won her first LPGA Tour title in what she figured would be her last event of a tough rookie season, closing with a 5-under-67 for a two-shot victory before home support in Texas at the Volunteers of America Classic. Knight had missed the cut in half of her 18 starts on the LPGA Tour and assumed she would be going back to the qualifying series. Instead, she pulled ahead of J. Marie Green and made a key birdie on the 17th hole to stay in front at the Old American Golf Club. Along with a two-year exemption, a 22-year-old Knight is eligible for the Asia Swing and will reach the CME Globe Tour Championship next month. Brittany Altamar and Green finished two shots back. And that's the wrap-up for this week's uh, uh, tours. Uh, kind of, you know, short. We missed the uh, Champions Tour this week, but they'll be back in action next week and we'll tell you a little bit that in a little while but let's take a quick break here and come back right after this baseball and bbq your place for interesting baseball talk opinions and history baseball and bbq your place for barbecue recipes tips and interviews from the world of barbecue if you like baseball and if you like barbecue then tune into baseball and bbq Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com. And we're back in, in the news this week. The uh, uh, There's been a lot of uproar, and people have really commented, if you haven't seen it, about Bio Kim, who is a Korean uh, golfer on their tour, and last Tuesday, the uh, Korean tour and their prof- the, the Tour of Professional Golfers, the PGA, announced that golfer Biokim would be fined and suspended from the tour for three full years as punishment for an obscene gesture he made on the golf course. He was playing the 16th hole at the KBGA's DGB Financial Group Volvo Dejo Open, when the sound of a cell phone camera disrupted him during a shot, an angered Kim reacted by turning around, raising his middle finger at the crowd, and slamming his club into the ground. Kim went on to win the event, his second victory of the year, cementing his place on top of the money list. He apologized for his outburst after the final putt dropped, and even got down on his knees on television to plead for, for forgiveness. 
But his tearful apology wasn't enough. The tour reached a unanimous decision to suspend the former PGA Tour golfer for three full years and find him the equivalent of $8,350. In a statement reported by the American Foreign Press, the KPGA said that Kim, who played on the PGA Tour in 2011, in addition to two seasons on the Corn Ferry Tour, damaged the dignity of golf with etiquette violation and inappropriate behavior now they can do what they want but three years seems like an awful harsh punishment for what he did and we found out later on that this wasn't the first time that this particular sound had been going off um during during the course of the round so and they had asked for quiet before and uh, apparently whoever was in the gallery didn't listen, and I guess he just reached the uh, the breaking point. He asked for forgiveness. Look, I can see if you want to suspend him three, four tournaments or something, but three years? That's simply incredible. I, I think you'll see other uh, tours and possibly other, uh, you know, events offering him invitations to come play now because, you know, that's just crazy. Three years he can't play in his home country, and he was the money leader, so crazy. Uh, but, boy, they don't, uh, <laughs> they don't they don't mess around when it comes enforcing the rules over there, do they? <laughs> and in other news, Titleist has a new three-piece ball called the EXP01. The EXP stands for Experimental Product, and it's not coming out with a lot of fanfare. Usually when a new ball comes out, there's lots of uh, commercials and lots of advertising. This ball is something different, and uh, we're playing things close to the vest, said Michael Mahoney, Titleist VP of Golf Ball Marketing. As soon as we start explaining those things in the pool, that's what people are going to find in the product. We do a ton of prototype sampling when it comes to white box testing and prototypes we send out to get feedback on. But it's always interesting to put a product into the market where a golfer has to go into the shop to make a decision about whether they want to buy it. And when they buy it, what do they have to say about it? For Titleist, the goal with EXP-01 is gather organic feedback on a new multi-layer MTR urethane cover system that's still in the early stages of development. Mahoney noted the cover on the EXP-01, which features a proprietary 346 dimple design, is designed to enhance short game spin. It's worth noting the 346 dimple design isn't found on any current Titleist product. This is a product unlike anything we've done, Mahoney said. Even with white box testing, those are products that are really close to market. This is much earlier in the process and more experimental. It's truly an experimental product. We're testing some new technology and want to bring it out to see what golfers think about it. A high-speed core construction and specialized casing layer help deliver low spin on long game shots with a tight overall dispersion pattern. Titleist plans to release a limited quality 
quantity of ESP01 into the marketplace at golf shops across the country. The shops have to request the balls and on the company's website. They, we don't plan on restocking and keeping this in the marketplace, said Mahoney. The plan is to see how the technology fits into our long-term strategy, if at all, and go from there. As to whether it ever makes it onto the tour, Mahoney said the plan isn't to gather feedback from elite professional staffers at the present time. For the moment, the goal is to see what everyday golfers have to say about the technology. They're trying to get your opinion, the everyday golfer, on what what this ball does for you. And uh, apparently it's uh, in the early stages of production. They just want to see how it works instead of, uh, I guess, using the in-house production. It's a good way of doing it, uh, but they really they should consider then just giving some of the balls away to people and uh, getting feedback that way. Okay, well, that's the news for the week, and uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back with the calendar. Sponsor an ad on the podcast. Support our show and let people know about your business. Email us today. 516-362-0443. That is the Talking Golf Hotline. If you've got a question, a comment, or want to leave a voicemail, say hi. That's the number to call, 516-362-0443. Or if you'd like to leave an email, you can email the show at talkinggolf at gmail.com. This upcoming week, let's say we get three out of the four tours playing again. The PGA Tour is holding the Houston Open, and Ian Poulter is defending champion at that event. On the Champions Tour, they are playing the SAS Championship as they head full speed towards the end of their season and the Charles Schwab Cup. But this week, it's the SAS Championship. Bernhard Langer, the defending champion there. In the Euro Italian, uh, the European Tour, the Italian Open is being uh, played. And uh, I guess he'll be there. I'm not sure. But uh, he has some legal problems. Thorbjorn Olesen was last year's champion. Not sure will he, whether or not he'll be there to defend his title. I uh, don't know what his current status is, but we reported on that a couple of weeks ago about his legal issues. And the LPGA Tour is off as they will be uh, jetting out to Asia to pick up the Asia swing of that particular tour. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a short one, but I want to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, YouTube. Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen or watch the podcast, hit the subscribe button. That helps me grow the show and expand to new listeners. And until next time, remember, as you walk down the fairway of life, you must smell the roses, for you only get to play one round. Have a great week, everybody, and I'll see you next time on another edition 
of Talking Golf with Gary. 